Next is new AirPods. That's a win for me. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah. We did get new AirPods. Right. Um, actually, we got two new AirPods. We mm-hmm. got the um, wireless charging case AirPods, right. and we got the AirPod Pros. Yeah, so I think that should count for twice for no. me. <laughs> You're listening to the Snob OS Podcast, the podcast for Apple snobs. Yo, this is Terrence Gaines, a.k.a. Brother Tech. And this is Nika Monford, a.k.a. Tech Savvy Diva. And you're listening to the Snob OS Podcast, the podcast for Apple Snobs, where we talk all things Apple and then some. So we are on location. <laughs> so I don't know <laughs> Live and direct. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if y'all can hear the, the feedback in the background, but uh, luckily, you know, both the, uh, you know, I can't speak for Nika, but I can speak for myself and saying, you know, blessed being able to have enough room to invite family over to the house but yeah fill us in <laughs> on the 2020 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so all that to say um you know we've had to change locations for the podcast so we'll probably be talking about that a little bit later so you know all that to say i guess we need to do a a, a catch up of what happened over the holidays because i think it's been what, almost a couple weeks since we've... Yeah, because I think we were going to do a show, and then I wasn't feeling well, and then you had some stuff mm-hmm. going on, mm-hmm. and then, so we just decided to, you know what, let's take the last couple of weeks of the year off, right? and uh, we'll start off fresh at the top of the new year. So with that, happy 2020, everybody. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, I hope you had uh, fun on New Year's Eve for those who like to party, for those who, you know, depending on... Some people like to party. Some people like to spend it at uh, what watch a night service at church. Yeah. Some people like to hang out with friends and family. Normally, we go out and get dressed up and do all this type of stuff. But this year, we hung out at the crib. And surprisingly, I'm actually surprised that most of my family stayed mm-hmm. awoke. Really? Because I think if it was maybe last year, I think I was the only one up at <laughs> New Year's. <'cause> everybody <laughs> fell asleep. <laughs> But this time, you know, of course, the kids are getting older. So there's, all right, we're going to do movie night. So I made popcorn. We watched, uh, I can't remember what we watched, watching the movie. And then, you know, 12, let me, 1130, you know, um, wife got all the party hats and we popped open some of the, what is that? The grape juice, the sparkling, the sparkling, grape, sparkling, juice. Yeah, sparkling grape juice and brought in a new year with the family at home. But I think you're missing a key thing here. I think someone had a birthday. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> Yes, I actually had a birthday. My For those who don't know, my birthday is actually on New Year's. So, you know, when New Year's rolls around, then automatically turns into my birthday. So the day after that, you know, we actually just hung out at the house. What did I do? Did I do anything special? Nope. Nope. Just hung out at the house. Uh, every birthday, my wife, we have a we have a tradition that we do taco night. Mm-hmm. So outside of just any other time to just do regular taco night for the sake of eating tacos. Birthday tacos. (laughs) These are birthday tacos to where, you know, we did that and then open gifts and, you know, so on and so forth. So, you know, had a relaxing, but actually had a pretty good holiday vacation. So how about you? Nice. So for New Year's, I did a bar crawl through the Highlands and it ended up taking us off uh, the beaten path. Off the beaten path? Yeah, 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 yeah. So we did the crawl and we hit a couple places. And uh, then it was like, oh, this is kind of too mellow. 
too mellow. Too okay. mellow. So then we went to um, another spot that um, can be a little scary sometimes. It's, it's underground, so you go in and you go down, and it's underneath some some buildings and some things, kind of almost like a cave. But uh, we had a blast. It was a a pretty big group of people. Um, we had a good time. So. You know, it wasn't, um, it was pretty casual. The weather ended up being really nice. Okay. Um, and we had a, a really good time. Um, everybody had fun, got home safe. Um, then uh, New Year's brunch the next day because I know, you know, typically in the black tradition, we have our foods that we eat for New Year's. All right. You didn't do the black eyed peas? Black eyed peas, collard greens. No. Oh, oh you uh-uh. did not? I okay. did not. All right. I went to brunch and had bellinis and mimosas, and it was a. Grand old jolly time. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So I guess what well, we can start the show, I guess, now we've done our little catch up for the holidays. Uh, oh, I wanted to ask, did you get anything special for Christmas? Cash. Oh, okay. All right. And that's, you know, that's really, that's really all I need. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Yeah. So uh, my wife, she, <laughs> she makes fun of me. For making well indirectly making fun of her mm-hmm. because <laughs> and I, I'm embarrassed to even say it. <laughs> so I'm hard to shop for when it comes for Christmas and birthdays. And things yeah, like I think that. you mentioned that a couple episodes back. So we've we for the most part we've relegated it down to doing like little small things, mm-hmm. but as far as gifts or whatever, we give each other money. Mm-hmm. Right, so we do you know gift cards sometimes we'll do the special gift cards we put your name on it mm-hmm. so on and so forth so but this year for christmas my wife actually surprised me and <laughs> i'm from indiana so every holiday christmas season i watch a christmas story okay back after back after back you know if it's oh, on, the one that's 24 it shows like 24 hours and straight I, right and I'll on there, tnt and i'll sit there and watch that and die hard so it's like Christmas you gotta story see, you gotta Hard. see you gotta see Die Hard. So, so it I is did. a Christmas movie right. for those who are trying to say right. it's not. Die Hard <laughs> is a Christmas movie. Right. So the reason why I say I'm from uh, Indiana, the reason why that's important is because a Christmas story is set in Indiana. Mm-hmm. So uh all that to say, you know, I, I watch the show every year without fail, right? So for Christmas, <laughs> my wife actually bought a replica of the actual lamp. Wait, the one with the, with the, the leg, leg with the, the, the fishnet stockings? With the fishnet stockings. So <laughs> she got me that for Christmas. And that's probably the the best Christmas gift she's gotten me. Because like I said, I'm ashamed to say it. Mm-hmm. She knows when a gift that she got me is yeah, just okay. Because mm-hmm. I'll end up selling it. <laughs> Rude. But it won't be immediately. It'll be like years down the road. You know, give it a little time. I have this... <laughs> A tech, buffer, a tech junk drawer uh-huh. that all the tech that I've used, uh-huh. and I've you know replaced or whatever. So mm-hmm. sometimes she'll give me something like that, and I'm mm-hmm. you know this, so she'll make fun of me. So, uh-huh. but she got me this gift, so I'm going to keep that forever. So eventually, when we redo our basement and redo our office, I'll probably put that in the in the office as the light. The main yeah, that was going to be my next question. Where are you putting right, right, the right. the thigh lamp? Yeah. So <laughs> so eventually, like I said, when I we redo our uh, basement, redo our office. I'll put it in there. So nice. Yeah. So I, I wanted to make sure I shot her out because you know, p- 
props for the awesome Christmas gift. So that, she put thought into that one. Yeah, well, that, and, it's, and it's meaningful, <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's, she knows she. Yeah, like you said, she put thought into mm-hmm. it. That's one of those you put thought into it. Immediately, immediately when I saw it, I took a picture of it, sent it to my mom, and mm-hmm. she just died laughing. I'm sure because we watch it like she was. I probably got the movie from her because mm-hmm. every the same parts you inherit you inherited uh-huh. the, the uh-huh. love of the Christmas story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the same parts every single year. Laugh at the same little jokes like they're brand new. So, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, I give her props for that gift. So, yep. So I guess nice. Be, yep. So like I guess in tradition, it's the second annual. What we're going to try to do is do our 2020 tech projections. But before we do that, I think it's time to go back and look at all of the tech projections or predictions that we did for 2019 and to see how those came out. So I guess we'll, you know what, we'll, we'll start, we'll start with you. Okay. We'll start with you. So just real quickly kind of go over what uh, projections that you said and okay. then whether or not they came about. Okay. So my first one was a 5G iPhone. Wrong. <laughs> Still no 5G. And based on some of the things that I've, I've seen is that it won't even be in the September iPhone release. People oh, wow. are thinking wow. it's you going to be. That? Yeah. A lot of people are thinking that it's going to be spring uh, 2021. And I was like, oh, wow. So a full, what, almost year and a half behind, you know, everybody else. Samsung. Right. um, who is it? I can't. The the Chinese Huawei. Uh, yeah, that has uh-huh. the 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 actual flip phone. Uh-huh. So yeah, so and I the, was wrong on that. And the carriers got five G. T Mobile has been promoting it. AT and T has been promoting yeah. it. I don't know about Sprint or or Verizon has been promoting it. So yeah, I see the little icon on my phone. I'm like, no, you're a liar. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you I, can, we got it. You can't get it, but we got it. I can't <laughs> use it. All right. So you want to go to the next one? Yeah, yeah. So I then well, I guess we'll alternate. So okay. I. My thing was iCloud. So mm-hmm. everybody knows about iCloud to where you can put files in the cloud and synchronize them across all your devices. But um, what I thought they were going to do is catch up with G Drive, Google's G Suite for Business, and Microsoft's Office 365. Those are more entrepreneurs slash business versions of cloud storage and cloud synchronization. So I thought Apple was going to catch up and announce iCloud for Business. No, they did not do that. And not only did they not do that, but when iOS 13 came out, they were supposedly going to make it easier for you to just share regular files like with your family. Mm -hmm. So we're a part of family sharing. So we've got, you know, we share uh, cloud storage space. We share music. We share movies. You know, anytime I make a purchase, all the members of my family have access to Get the same thing, yeah. So I was thinking, well, at the very least, they could do sharing for family Files, not yeah. necessarily enterprise level, not all the special. At least they would do that. Bells and whistles, but I don't think they touched it at all, right? They put it in and then they took it right back out. So <laughs> nice. like 13 came in, they put it in there, and you can see the little icon uh-huh. when you go to, you can, so let me rephrase, let me catch myself for all you Apple nerds that are out there. You can share files. Yes, you can share individual files with other people. Mm-hmm. You can't share folders. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to share like an entire folder because we... Because then you have to go in and, and put sharing on each, each individual file. file. Right. No. So, but you can see at the bottom to where you can actually click... Sh- when you click on a folder, it has the option that says share, but it's grayed out. Mm-hmm. So they put it in and they took it back out. So long story short, iCloud for Business in 2019 did not come about at all. And they, they put it in a little bit and then they took it out. So... iCloud iCloud sharing is still kind of 
the stepchild as far as the enterprise level cloud storage, cloud, you know, uh, uh, communication, all that good stuff. Yep. So, all right. Next is new AirPods. That's a win for me. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah. We did get new AirPods. Right. Um, actually, we got two new AirPods. Mm-hmm. We got the um, wireless charging case AirPods, right. and we got the AirPod Pros. Yeah, yeah, so, so I think that she got for twice. No. For me. <laughs> <laughs> you said you didn't say two new versions of AirPods. You just said AirPods. So we'll give, we'll give you one check for that. Okay, one. I'll get one. I'll, I'll I'll take my one. I'll take I'll take it where I can get it. All right, all right, all right. So this is the this is the hot one. This is the hot contentious one. Oh, yeah. So I said. The Air Power Mat is dead. For those who don't know, the Air Power Mat was announced with the iPhone. Uh, I want to say the ten. Yeah, it was the ten. It was a, alongside of the iPhone ten. They announced this wireless charging mat, and I was that, ready for it. That you could place your iPhone on. If you had an Apple Watch, you can place that on there, and then something else. That something else being the AirPods. Pods. You could put all those three devices on this one charging mat. And it was going to, with all this Apple technology, it was supposed to charge up each device individually. Once one charge, the device was fully charged, it wouldn't charge that anymore. Real fancy Apple type stuff. Well, they announced it with the iPhone 10, where the iPhone 10R came, mm. the, the, the iPhone 10S and the mm. 10X Max, the 10R, now the 11, and then nothing came. So they, to to make it even worse, on the AirPods Pro. They still had the image. They had the image on the back of the box. I don't know if it was the second generation AirPods. It was AirPods a second. I think. I think it was a second generation. Okay, on the second generation AirPods, on the back, they had the Air Power Mat to let you know that you could put the wireless lying. charging case Just on the back, and it didn't come out. So that that's a check for me that the Air Power Mat did in fact die. So. And speaking on that, as you can tell in my voice, I was salty right. about the air power mat uh, dying because I said, yes, the mm-hmm. air power mat would be coming and it did not. Right. So it's a no for me, but, but. there is a yes for me because there is wireless charging right. on the AirPod case right. for generation two. So. Uh, I think for your prediction, you were like, uh, we're going to do air wireless charging for Apple. One of the things that was going to come out with the AirPod wireless charging case that came out with the second generation AirPods. And, but you also said the air power mat was going to come out and, and that it was did. a no. So that's kind of like a, a maybe, uh, well, like a half, that's a half. half, that's a half point. That's a half, a half. I'll take a half. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So another one of the things I had as it relates to wireless charging was that, um, Apple was going to not do an air power mat, but what they were going to do in its place was come up with this Apple certified, I don't know, version to where they would then license that out to other manufacturers. So any sort of high level Apple uh, brand makers who make products for Apple, who are going to make charging pads and make charging things, things of that nature, they were going to have to license this certified wireless charging version that Apple would then license out. They didn't do that at all. Apple just quit, just said they just quit. They just said we're going to put wireless <laughs> charging on the phones and they're going to put it on the wireless charging case, and that's it. So that's a a no on my end for that. And I have to say, I am a bit jealous of the Samsung side. I think we talked about it before, mm-hmm. where you can charge one phone from another phone. Exactly, that's pretty dope. Especially I gotta give for, it to them, especially for people who have a work and a personal phone. Mm-hmm. You can kind of like just charge them off of each other, right? But not with an iPhone. Nope. <laughs> nope. 
So, okay, the next thing for me, I said that there, the Apple was going to come out with its own gaming console. So technically, we don't have a separate um, console, right. but what we do have is Apple Arcade, which is in the App Store, which was touted, I think, um, in the fall release. Mm -hmm. um, and it was, you know, grandiose gamers were all excited because when when we watched the um, announcement, the games did look really good. I'm not a huge gamer like that. I did buy a Nintendo Switch. But I only have one game on it. And what game was that? Mario Kart. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> so if you got one, you better get make it Mario Kart. It's Mario Kart. But tangent, I've seen on the Twitters they have a rose gold like controller for I think PlayStation. Uh huh. And I think I want to get a PlayStation okay. just so I get a rose gold controller. Okay. But that's <laughs> that's a tangent on the side. All right. But yeah, I was I was impressed. So, so yeah, so um, we didn't really get a standalone, but we did get Apple Arcade, and we did get where the joysticks for, um, uh, like we mentioned, PlayStation 4, and both both PlayStation 4 and Xbox um, joysticks can connect to the Apple TV, right. so you can play it from there. So, the Apple TV, in and of itself, is the gaming console. It's like console. the gaming console. Right. Which the unofficial... Uh, yeah. Right. I don't know too many heavy gamers, but I'm a hardcore. I wouldn't call myself a hardcore gamer. I'm hardcore enough to where I've got my own console and my own games that I'm I'm too extra to where I will play Apple Arcade games on the set top box, the Apple TV with the joysticks. Now I'll play with my kids. So we've got an Apple Arcade account and, you know, my kids, they've got new iPads for Christmas that are compatible with Apple Arcade. So They've got multiplayer games within Apple Arcade, so the three of us will pick. So you game. just cast that to, through. Um, no, we'll just play on the individual devices. Oh, okay. So I'll play on my iPad. They'll play on their iPads, mm -hmm. but we'll be playing the same, same game, game. together. Together. So oh, okay. There are some g games out there. Again, with with anything, people flood the App Store with garbage. So yeah. you gotta you have to weed through. through. That. Yeah. yeah, but once you weed through that, you find some de decent games on Apple Arcade. So I'm giving myself a check for that. Ding, ding, ding. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, my next one was Apple will kill HomeKit. So, no, they did not kill HomeKit. What they're actually doing is kind of like what I thought they were going to do with the uh, wireless charging is license it out. Technically, what they're not actually licensing out, but what they're doing is they're partnering with uh, a couple other brands, Samsung, a lot of other um, Amazon with the Alexa uh, devices. They're going to partner with other brands to create a smart home standard. Mm -hmm. Why that's important is because if I've got HomeKit devices and somebody else got Alexa devices mm -hmm. and I decide I want to buy one of those devices because it kind of fits my family, mm -hmm. I don't have to buy separate hubs. Allegedly, we don't know what this actual standard is going to be, but the actual standard is Alexa and HomeKit and Google and all these other ones can actually talk to each other mm -hmm. without having these. And like I said, my projection is without having a, a different hub for every single device. Like, for instance, in my house, I've got a hub for the smart lights, and then I've got a hub for my garage door opener. Mm -hmm. So these are like hubs are the devices that connect to the Internet mm -hmm. that then talk to the other devices. I've got a small little hub for my lock, uh, my um, door unlock, and then the Alexa devices are hubs in and of itself. So that's like four different things that I got to connect to. I was my, about to say they're not all integrated, right? No. But with this uh, smart home standard, hopefully you'll just be able to buy one hub, whether it be a home kit 
uh, hub, like your iPad or your Apple TV, mm-hmm. or you get the um, whatever hub, and those hubs will be able to communicate with the other devices mm-hmm. in your home. So, no, but, man, no. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't get that one. All right. So, what else you got? Um, you can go ahead, because I think we have... Oh, yeah. I think it. you have the... I think you have two more, and then we have the same with the last yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, All right, so I'll keep moving with mine. I did project that Apple would launch a streaming media service. Ding, this, ding, 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 ding. This is kind of soft because <laughs> you kind of knew it was coming because yeah. they were, back in 2018, they were um, hiring people to direct shows, mm-hmm. but did, people didn't know how they were going to put this all out. And I, You put the pieces together. Put the pieces together. Yeah. So Apple did launch Apple TV Plus to where the streaming service that is a separate um, uh, subscription is not tied to iCloud, but you can use family sharing. So mm-hmm. we do the same thing with that. I purchased I- Apple TV Plus, which actually technically my kids got Apple TV Plus because mm-hmm. when you purchase a new iPad or a you new, get it free, right? You get it free for a year. So actually, for a year, I got it for free, and I got to decide whether or not I'm going to re up. Which actually, I haven't even watched any Apple TV Plus shows. Um, I plan on sitting down and watching that C the show. The C one? Yeah. Let but me I just ain't got around. Disney, the only thing, I did watch Disney Plus. This is a tangent. Mm-hmm. On Disney Plus, I did watch The Mandalorian because everybody was tweeting about everybody it. Everybody was it, talking about, about it. Yeah. So I was like, well, let me, let me watch that. So I did watch that. But. Yeah, and I updated my, um, what is it? Is, I think it's my Netflix that goes up by a dollar, but you get um, Disney Plus and ESPN Plus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did that. And the weird thing about that is they still charge you the regular price, but then they refund you the difference. Right. So they got to show people that they've got the users. So they got to, they got to count. They have to do it separate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's all a numbers game, but yeah. So I haven't gotten around to The Mandalorian because I know. I'm behind on the Star Wars. I think I'm up it's, through. It's totally unrelated. You, if you watch Mandalorian, the only um, constant is Yoda. Well, see, the thing is when I, because I was like, I know that I've seen Star Wars and I was like, I don't remember it. And so over the break, I was off for about a month. So over the break, I was catching up. So mm-hmm. when I pulled up the list to say, you know, what order do I need to watch them in? And so the Mandalorian was in the list, but it was after, it wasn't after, it's after Rogue One, but there's another one after Rogue, there's another one in between Rogue One and Mandalorian. So I have to watch that one in the middle. Because I want to be in on the fun of the new Star Wars, especially since a black woman directed it. So I'm trying to catch up. I was trying to do that during the break. Mm. I didn't quite get through all of them, but I'm trying to catch up because I have to support my people. Well, see, unlike, um, unlike... What's the other one that had to chronologically and everybody was catching up? Um, the big superhero thing, Avengers. Avengers. All those movies, you had to... They were tied in. Mandalorian is not. Okay. As far as what time it was in, mm-hmm. you, it would be interesting to... Okay, well, if I watch Rogue One, then I watch Mandalorian, then that'll set me up for the... What was that? The Star Wars. I think it's the new Jedi. Return of Something like that. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah, I think the Return of the Jedi is the one I am on or were supposed to start after Rogue One. Yeah, so, but as far as to figure out what's going on, totally unrelated. So, oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, the list said it, I need to see those first. I was like, I'm glad mm-hmm. I could see that. Just as far as what date as con- Oh, and chronological, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they had like all different breakdowns of ways you could watch. I'm like, look, I don't have time for that. Yeah. Just give me the regular yeah. way, but. Well, they were yeah. trying to do that too because they was hating on the Avengers because, you know, the Avengers, like when Endgame came out, the last one, mm-hmm. oh, I sat and watched 
every single one again, leading up to in order. But yeah. Avengers is different because you have to the timelines are all woven together right. and this one little thing in one movie ties into the movie that's ten down the line or whatever. Right, so right. yeah. So, it's yeah. not that it's not the case. Okay, cool. Because so. I mean it was so it was trending so hard yeah. on Twitter and I was like, I wanna get in on the phone, <laughs> FOMO. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, like we said, well, uh, Apple uh, Apple TV Plus is a, a check in my box. Let's see, I did. I also did. Google will launch a iMessage competitor to Android. Uh, no, they did not. Um, they started by uh, creating this rich communication service slash RCS that supposedly the carriers were supposed to solidify and standardize, mm-hmm. and then Google would jump on top of that and create like a template or a platform or user end to where we then Android users would have the same functionality, same iMessage functionality, but they don't. We're sorry, Android people. I tried to put that in there to give y'all some love, but Google don't love y'all like that. They don't. <laughs> so that's a no. They don't want you to be great. Yeah, yeah. And enjoy the blue bubbles. Yeah. And I don't even think they'd give them a blue bubble. They'd give them a different color. Um, I, I don't I, think they would get blue. Uh, no, I, I, I assume they will stay with green because the Android, the actual logo is, is green. green. Yeah. But then I guess they would try to want to do something different because the current bubbles are green. Are, yeah. So maybe purple or I don't know, whatever. Mm, but so all that to say, we ain't got to worry about it because they ain't do it. Because they ain't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so and then, then I think the last one we both had uh, mm. virtual reality would take off. Wonk, wonk, wonk. It I was nothing. nothing. I ain't seen nothing. It was new. nothing. It was cricket. <laughs> I think before, um, I actually went back and listened to the um, to the uh, predictions show from last year, and we had some grandiose ideas about what VR was supposed to do. You wanted to go shopping. Mm-hmm. I wanted to watch uh, NBA uh, games. Like you were at the game. Yeah. I mean, I want to try on my clothes and look yeah, around yeah. and spin around. Nope. nope. Still gamers. Gamers, if you got, you know, if you like Star Wars, the PlayStation has a VR game and a couple other things, but that's about it. So The Jetsons told me that we would have all this stuff by now. And flying cars. And we ain't got it. And we ain't got it. <laughs> so that's a VR. <laughs> that's a no for both of us. So if I'm tallying, let's see. No, no, no. That's three, four, five. I got five no's and I got one, two yeses. You got. I got two and a possible yeses and three no's. Yeah. So we both kind of failed on this. Yeah. (laughs) We didn't pass. (laughs) We both equally failed. So I guess, I guess we got to keep it going though. So I guess for 2020, let's do some other projections. Okay. And I guess I'll, I'll go ahead and start. So. This is a soft one again, but they've been talking about it for like the past two years. But I think this year, uh, Apple finally does the second version of the Apple SE, a smaller, less expensive iPhone. It doesn't have all the bells and whistles. It's not doesn't have the big screen, doesn't have the fancy four or five cameras on the back. But it is a iPhone. It does have the basic functionality, something for like tweens and teenagers and maybe some of our older generation that don't like the bells and whistles, but still want an iPhone. So I think the Apple SE2 will finally be announced and launched in September. So that's my prediction as far as Apple is concerned for the iPhone. All right. So I guess we can uh, do alternate like we did before. So I think for um, if we're going to talk hardware. Um, I think I'll say, you know, the obvious things. I didn't put it in the list. A new iPhone, um, a new iPhone is coming, I think. 
I think um, a new Apple Watch is coming, and I think a new iPad Pro is coming. Okay. I think on the hardware side of Apple, just to kind of knock all the hardware out, I think we can... I, I think, like you said, it's a softball. I think those three are pretty, you know, those mm. are the obvious ones right. that, you know, are, are coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So that's, that's your softball one. Yeah. New iPhone, new Apple Watch, new iPad Pro. All right. All right. So my one that I want to happen, which I think should happen, I'm not sure if Apple can do it fast enough because they're still trying to slowly roll this thing out. What I want to happen is... To give you like some backstory, like we said, me and my wife, we give each other uh, gift cards for Christmas. Mm. So I would think it would be a good idea, especially that I've used one up to where it's only got $3 left on it. <laughs> and I can't figure out where to use it. <laughs> I think it would be a good idea to where if you gave somebody a gift card, I could then load up my Apple Cash with that gift card. Mm. So take the money off. And put it into Apple Cash. And add it up to and get something significant. Exactly. Yeah. So with the little, I've got three or four or five cards laying around. Mm-hmm. One, two, one a dollar, three dollars, four dollars, five dollars. You can't do nothing with that. I, well, you could, but it's like, I don't want to go somewhere and buy something for ten dollars and have ten cards. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Who Who's doing right. that? So instead of doing that, I think it would be good to where if Apple launched a way to be able to load gift cards with actual money onto them, Load them into Apple Cash, and then you can use your Apple Wallet to pay for things without having to carry around a bunch of credit cards. So that's my uh, projection for Apple Wallet that they're going to add gift cards, and they're going to do that and announce at the very least announce it this year. So that's my prediction for that. And I'll flow into that. I think it's time for Apple Wallet update as a whole. It's been pretty much the same for for a while. I think it's time for a redesign mm-hmm. on Apple Wallet. Um mm-hmm. I know you know when you go in there you have like any like concerts and things all in there. Mm-hmm. I think it's time the way that um I think we have a uh, a story that we'll get into in the I think in second string that talks about no and um the lowdown mm-hmm. that talks about um something with with Apple Pay and I think at this point the way we spend our money and the way we use our devices to buy things, I think it's time now for for Apple to do to do an, essentially an overhaul and a redesign of Apple Wallet to to flow into where we are as a society and how we use um, digital digital wallets. Okay. All right. All right. So let's see. What do I have? Uh, speaking of um, the way we spend money. Uh, face, facial recognition. Now we've been kind of using it for a little bit for like I think the airport starting to do facial recognition. Yeah, you don't have uh, to check in. It. You don't have to check in. You don't have to show your boarding pass when you get ready to get on the plane. They just scan your face without you even you know. Right. Actually, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Without you um, verifying, authorizing them to use your face. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. to, to do that, doing they it, automatically right. do it. Yeah, right. So I think um, it, Apple or whomever it doesn't have to be Apple specifically, but I think. Uh, we're going to start seeing people announce or have plans to use facial, fa- facial recognition for payment. Mm-hmm. So, like, for instance, we've heard rumblings about Amazon to where if they got this Amazon. The Amazon store, store, yeah. Where you go in and get groceries, get whatever, and you walk out without even stopping at a cashier, without going to a self-checkout line. They just scan your face and scan your wallet and scan, not scan your wallet, scan your um 
grocery cart and see what's in there, tally it up, and use your it. face, mm-hmm. and, then, and then pay for it. So I think more and more companies are going to start to use facial recognition as a form of payment, whether it be at a sporting event, whether it be at a big concert, or whatever the case may be, to where it's like you got a mass of people. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to start using rec- facial recognition because, again, your face We're is already your data. using it. Yeah. yeah, and your face is your data. So they're yeah. just trying to figure out what's the new thing that people can do to get this new fanfare because, like I said, uh, mobile payments, you know, people are starting to take off on those, but I think people are trying to, people, brands and companies are saying, okay, what, what's next? What, what's next? Let me think mm-hmm. farther. So I think facial recognition as far as a method of payment is going to be announced more in 2019. So finally, we're getting something from the future because I don't know, uh, Minority Report. Right. I remember exactly when he when he first kind of woke up and, uh-huh. and realized he walked into the Gap to get some clothes. Uh-huh. And it was like, hi, whoever, whoever. Last time you were in here, you purchased 32 longs and yeah, this to this yeah, this. Yeah. Would you like to add that to your cart? So I think, I mean... It's always the good and the bad, but I think it will be kind of dope. Yeah. Uh, again, as long as they are protecting data, and I think yeah, as long as security is in place, right? And, yeah. they're, and they're doing more. As you can see, anytime I go to any website now, it's like this Apple uses this. We want to let you uh, this not this Apple. This uh, website uses cookies. Accept the cookies. That's all because of people are being more concerned about what they're using their data for. Mm-hmm. So now companies are being more forthright. And now they're starting to lock it down. They're letting you know what they're tracking. Yeah. All right. So for me, I think it's more of a wish factor than a prediction. Um, I hope the new iPhone that we get is a complete redesign. Something completely different. Completely different. Okay. Now, whether that happens or not, I don't know. But it's a wish. Because at this point, we've pretty much exhausted the possibilities with the hardware in these phones. All the phones look the same. Right. Literally, right. they all look the same. It's a little tweak here, a little tweak there. But for the most part, they all look the same. When the iPhone first came out, it was revolutionary. Nobody, Everybody had the flip phones. Right. There was nothing like this right. out there. And I know, um, I think... It was first uh, kind of introduced in, um, you probably don't watch it, but in the Sex and the City movie, um, one of the things where one of the girls was needed to use a phone, she said, somebody give me a phone, and then one of the girls handed her over the iPhone, and she was like, I don't know what this is, and she gave it back, and oh. somebody gave her a flip phone, oh, and she's okay. like, okay, and she used a flip phone. So I think, you know, when iPhone first came out, it was, it completely changed the game, and I think it's time for Apple to Do reassert, you know, it's dominance in the industry because right now they're all they're all the same so what are you saying apple's gonna do a foldable phone what, what do you I don't think even, i don't i don't even think it's gonna be a foldable because we know the galaxy fold was a bomb the how did you say the name of the other places huawei huawei mm-hmm. theirs was um well they got caught up in the whole china trade war trade thing, war so and the cost of, and right. then the, the razor. razor. Right. I think of those three, I think the razor to me was probably the best one mm-hmm. of those three because it was truly in the foldable format. But I don't I don't know what they can do. And maybe that's probably why I don't work for Apple and you know, are one of those creative people. I right. don't know what they could do at this point to change the game, but I mean, we're in 2020. Everybody's calling it the Roaring Twenties, which I have issue with anyway. <laughs> can we not be more creative and use something from the 1920s? Can we come up with something else? I can't because I don't know. That's not my that's not my ministry. Yeah, but I don't think I want to live go back to the 20s. I'm a black person in America in 2020, <laughs> right. and it's bad enough. Right. I don't want to be a black in person 19, in the 1920s. 1920s. Yeah. No, thank you. I I decline. 
Right. So, um, so yeah. So I, I think it, it's time for for them to be Apple and be the leaders that you know they've been in the past and they've claimed to be. Even though you know Google and Samsung and all these folks Trying have new stuff have 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 you know kind of caught up to them mm-hmm. as far as design. I think you know it's it's time. So that's why I said it's more of a hope than a prediction. But I'll put it out there. Well, I'll stand on it. I'll stand in it. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I think what the rumor is, if you remember the iPhone five. I think they're going to go back to the, my guess would be for whatever the next name of the iPhone is, they're going to do, go back to aluminum because for the past multiple iterations, you've had the glass back. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to probably go back to the aluminum back, mm-hmm. make it more of a, almost like the, uh, not titanium, but the look and feel of the Apple credit card. Oh. So they're going to, they're going to take the glass off and put aluminum or whatever new metal that, that <laughs> they they created, but it's going to be more of a metal and it's going to be the rounded corners on your, on the current iPhone. Mm-hmm. They're going to be less pronounced where they're almost like square, almost, almost like, almost almost like, like the old one, yeah, right? It's like the, the yeah. iPhone five. If you think back to that one, uh, it was it had, very angular, right? And it had the glass at the top and the bottom. Mm-hmm. I think they're just going to make the whole back aluminum. Mm. And have the more of a square, squared look. That, and we're and, yeah, and we're in 2020. Can we get a new? I'm tired of saying iPhone 12. I don't want to be saying iPhone 15. Can they just say Three. iPhone and yeah. we just say like we do the iPad? Like like well, my kids an iPad, but they know it's the seventh generation iPad, yeah. right? I don't think we need the numbers no more. Yeah, and then make a make an iPhone and then make an iPhone Pro. So yeah, iPhone phone or iPhone Pro. Pro. Right. Yeah. Yep, yep. All right, so I think my last one is I think in 2020, I think we will witness or experience or very at the very least hear about a cyber attack. Somebody, On Apple no, or just in general? In general. Okay. Like new, new warfare. I'm mm-hmm. trying to think the future of warfare and future, just future in general. I think the whole, especially with the United States, you mm-hmm. know, we can have bases all over in... You know, Iraq, for example, (laughs) and all these other places have these military bases, but nobody, nobody has a military base nowhere near the United States. So I'm thinking if I was another country and I wanted to attack the United States, I can't launch a missile because they'll shoot that down way before it's Mm -hmm. being morbid. (laughs) I hope I'm not right. But okay, I can't shoot a missile over there. I can't get anywhere close with a ship or submarine or a plane or Mm -hmm. whatever. How can I attack? For example, the United States, I hit them with a cyber attack. I can knock out their power grid. Mm. I can knock out their telecommunications, you know, knock a satellite out of the air or out of the space or something like that. And, and, and deprive us of our laptops and cell phones. So listen, that would pretty much happen. Yeah, and that so would pretty li- much kill us. Yeah. So listen this morning I'm driving. <laughs> so I had to take my car in, uh, something was wrong with, I had a leak or something and I had to take it and get it in service. I was taking it to a dealership that I normally don't take it to. So this, when I left that morning and this morning, I was trying to call into a call for work while I was driving. I couldn't get on the internet, right. but my GPS worked, uh-huh. my text worked, uh-huh. but my email, my email wasn't working nope. and, and none of it was working. So I'm like, what the heck? So I was like, okay, fine. At least I can get to where I'm going. So I get off the exit to where I'm going. Mm-hmm. And then the GPS, I was like, it's not giving me right directions. So I, I close it and go, I don't close it. I just type in the address again and I exit out of the current route and I start again, circling, circling, circling. 
I had no idea how to get where <laughs> I was going. So I had to pull off into a parking lot, call AT&T and say, hey, my phone is halfway working. Mm-hmm. I got some functionality, but not all functionality. Yeah. So she was like, she resent the signal. And I was like, no, girl, it's still not working. Right. She was like, let me have you completely reset all the network settings. Mm-hmm. So I did that and it came back. I say all that to say if they knock out our network service. Mm-hmm. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Right, I right. couldn't even get to the car dealership. <laughs> and I was off the exit. It was like maybe a half, one and a half miles from where I was. But I had no idea in which direction that one and a half miles was yeah. and I'm just like oh god I don't know how I'm gonna get there right. and I can't call the, the dealership to say hey how do I get to you cause I can't make any calls mm, everybody's making all <laughs> this money on the internet so imagine if our the internet went down for I don't know 12 24 hours chaos. chaos so all that to say I don't I'm pretty sure that you know the United States won't get attacked that way um, but I think in 2020 some small city or some small state or some whatever will attack another small area. But they they got to test cyber. it first. They're going to test it first. Yeah. On a, I think on a small scale and then, oh, if that works oh, yeah. or we see how they respond to that, mm-hmm. then we can go back to the drawing board and make up our master plan. Yep. So, yep. so I think 2020 would be the start of a cyber warfare. <laughs> Jesus help us. And I think my last one is in regards to AI. I think we are going to see um, some actual visual, tangible way that AI is introduced to our society. We already know that it's it's out there, it's tracking things, it's, it's taking our, our movements and seeing how we move. But I think there's going to be some sort of visualization to that that's going to be a part of society. Mm-hmm. What that looks like, I don't know. Skynet. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it looks like. <laughs> it's coming. We can't. We cannot stop ourselves from creating artificial intelligence so much to where between Skynet and the Terminator movies and uh, the Matrix, mm. that's going to happen. Yeah. I hate to say it, but we uh, there's going to well, come it's, to. It's, it's already started with them having these dogs. Mm. Oh yeah, that Boston, MIT has. Yeah, and yeah, the thing yeah, yeah, yeah. is, it's one thing if you have them and you train them, but then you hitting them with stuff. And they still like stumble, but they get back up. And yeah, I'm like, buddy. you're training them to kill us. Yeah, buddy, it's coming. But yeah, yeah but I think in the, in 2020, I think we're going to see a significant shift and we're going to see, you know, something actually integrated into our society in a tangible, visible way that AI is, uh, is, is doing its thing. Okay. All right. Well, that ain't your last one. Let you do your last one, last one. So I can laugh I did at do you my again. last one. Oh, <laughs> you keep trying. I think <laughs> that the power, the air power mat is coming back. But it's I think they're gonna do a rebrand. Okay. I think it's going to be something else. Something else. Okay. But in that same type of family. It's gonna be a wireless charging mat. It's gonna it, be a wireless charging something surface. It's, it's going to be a power source that does wireless charging okay. if that makes sense yeah, that makes that's sense. that's apple branded because we have the we have the phones now that mm-hmm. can be wireless charged mm-hmm. i have a wireless charger i keep it at work it's great i love it mm-hmm. um we have now um the airpods second generation mm-hmm. and the pros that mm-hmm. case is wireless charging 
I I don't know what it's gonna look like, but it's coming back. Okay, all right. You put you you standing on it. I'm standing you're on sticking it. Sticking with this air power mat. I'm standing on it. I, I stood on it last time. <laughs> I didn't believe it until I actually saw the notification from Apple. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not le- believing y'all busters with y'all predictions and y'all guesses. I need to see it from Apple. And then mm-hmm. when Apple did it, I was like, wah, wah. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> but yeah. All right, so those are our tech tech predictions for 2020. And like I said, we'll make sure any little story that comes up to uh, to to uh, corroborate our tech predictions, we'll most likely talk about it. If you if you hear about it and you listen to the show and you say, "Hey, that was one of our tech predictions," definitely let us know. Hit us up on socials. Let us know. Hey, I saw the story. Except if it debunks one of mine. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't let me know. Don't send us the ones that debunk ours. <laughs> Just send us the ones. We that all looking for wins here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so definitely let us know. All right, all right. So I guess we can move into the lowdown. I think these next couple sections are going to be pretty short because like i said we're getting back into the swing of things yeah of course on top of that nothing really happened over the holiday break but i did want to bring up this story because we talked about it uh as it relates to apple wallet because again my big thing is i want everything to be in my phone so Mm -hmm. the story that we talked about before prior to the holiday break was uh, apple pray apple pay express transit was being announced for people in i think it was in penn station in new york and mm-hmm. i think they even have it over in the uk to where you can use your app your uh, iphone or your apple watch mm-hmm. that has apple pay express to where you can just set it down and you can get in and out of uh transit well <laughs> this new story it looks like th- that uh functionality works so well that people or people with apple pay express are actually getting charged for fares and rides just by walking near the terminals. <gasps> right. So, so one of the things that I missed in the original story is how it works. Uh-huh. So with this Apple Pay Express, you got to emphasize Express. Mm-hmm. Because normally when you use Apple Pay, you have to put your thumb on it or do your face, face yeah. and then put it down. Uh-huh. Well, with this is Express because you don't have to authenticate. With just walk on by. You just put it down automatically let you in because of course traffic jam um, you, know, you know how new yorkers are so you don't have to open it up and go yeah. then click click and you just put it down and it and, and it, it recognizes runs. it well this new story <laughs> it looks like and i'm gonna read it according to the report some transit riders in new york city have been charged for a fare through apple pay even when they don't tap their apple watch or iphone on the card reader essentially the mta riders say that when they walk past one of the readers, they seemingly get close enough to trigger Apple Pay on their iPhone or Apple Watch. The problem stems from Apple Pay's express transit feature, which allows users to complete Apple Pay transit transactions without having to authenticate with Face ID or Touch ID. Instead, you just tap your phone or Apple Watch on the terminal and your default card is used for the transaction. (laughs) (laughs) So again, technology is a good thing. Technology is not necessarily a bad thing. So um, from the, um, I'll keep on reading. The issue doesn't appear to be incredibly widespread, but the MTA did confirm that it was heard from around 30 affected users. And this is their actual quote from the MTA. MTA Chief Revenue Officer, uh, Al Putri, I'm going to say that's what his name, confirmed that about 30 customers had complained about unintended charges when the express transit feature of their iPhones is activated. So um, I don't know how they fixed this outside of going back to taking the express out 
to where you have to authenticate with your thumb or with your face. But then that leads to its own set of problems of what they were trying to avoid. Traffic jam. jam. Right. Yeah. So I don't know about that, but I just wanted to bring that story up because, like like I said, technology was great until it's wrong. Until it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody likes to get they act to get they, you know, credit cards charged when they didn't even do something. And you're like, wait a minute. All these, where are all these bills coming from? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I guess for my New York people, uh, don't get near one of those things you're actually ready to get on. And I'm assuming <laughs> there's no way to turn that on and off, right? I'm assuming there is a way to turn it on, turn it off. Maybe there, you, you turn off the express portion and you have to, you know, manually, I, I, I'm, there has to be an option, but it's only 30 customers. So I don't know how serious Apple is looking at this, but it is a story and people have confirmed it's happened. So I don't know if there is. Apple's put out some sort of update to where it lets you opt in to the express part. I'm not sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I just want to bring that up. All my New York people, be careful. <laughs> watch yourself. Right. Watch your watch your pay yeah, yeah. on the Metro. Yeah. Oh, so, I think they call it the MTA. I yeah, think Metro is DC. Yeah, the MTA. And here here in Atlanta, it's the MARTA. MARTA. Is, it's and it's not smart. <laughs> <laughs> it's only for the perimeter. Yeah. You got to be OTP, NT, ITP yeah. to get the, the full usage of the MARTA. Yeah. And I used to use it. But, you know, it's got to be very specific where you're going. So. Yep. Yep. All right. So that's it for the lowdown. Like I said, it was over the holidays. Didn't too much happen that, you know, I cared about anyway. Yeah. <laughs> with Apple. So I guess we'll move on to second string. And again, this is just one story that we, you know, I, I, I saw, but I thought it was pretty important. So I just read it. Uh, Microsoft launches tool to identify child sexual predators in online chat rooms. So again, uh, that's a benefit. I think everybody, nobody would say, yeah, I don't know about that. That's a bad idea. So <laughs> I wanted yeah. to put that out there because, you know, uh, on kids, kids are getting online younger and younger and younger now. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my youngest son, he's not even three yet. And he's got a tablet that we give to him that he uses to essentially get on the Internet. You know, he's just watching YouTube kids. But I mean, he's, he's still on. He still has access. Yeah, right, right, right. So I definitely wanted to. That's something that kind of hit close to home because mm-hmm. we've got a family full of young kids who are mm-hmm. on the internet. I would hate to roll up on them and they're talking to some pervert. Pervert. God, ugh. But anyway, <laughs> I don't even think about it. So I'm just going to read the tool, code name Project Artemis, is designed to look for patterns of communication used by predators to target children. If these patterns are detected, the system flags the conversation to a content reviewer who can determine whether to contact law enforcement. Courtney Gregoire, Microsoft chief digital safety officer who oversaw the project, said in a blog blog post that Artemis was a significant step forward, but by no means a panacea. So basically what it says is this is a start, but don't put all your hopes and dreams into it. We're just trying to get started. So I, I, I just wanted to put that you know, story out there because, you know, more and more kids are on the internet and these technology companies are starting to take on us. Yeah. Because for the longest you had like Facebook, it's like, we don't know what to do when it comes to child. Don't ask us. Right. When it comes to where, where it's political, whether it's, you know, underage Mm. things, whether it's bullying, you know, a lot of these big social media companies are having a tough time figuring out well, is it our responsibility to monitor all this stuff or mm-hmm. is it your responsibility to, to not, monitor your child, to monitor yourself, put your parental your controls in there? Because exactly. I know I was, I can't remember where I saw, I know I saw it on Facebook, but there's this startup 
oh God, I wish I remember what the name of it was. But essentially, they um, they teach parents how to handle, you know, you know, online predators. Mm-hmm. And so they have a team, and they have like a, a woman who, you know, is of course she's a, she's an adult, but they use like software to like age her down, uh-huh. and they go and you know they go and build profiles. Mm-hmm. And what was so shocking to me is. By the time, not even a minute after she uploads her profile, she has men in her comments, you know, just immediately. And they did like, they show like a live stream of it, of how they were doing it. And I mean, immediately. And it's like, oh my God, you're beautiful. Has anyone told you a model? And then after they do the introduction, oh, you're pretty or all that kind of stuff. The next thing is, can you show me this? Mm, or can oh, I God, show you this? Dude, and I'm just like, em- I mean, as soon as she created the profile. It was like, I was like, how in the world, you know, it has to be something. I'm glad that Microsoft is doing something because it definitely is an, an issue. issue. Yep. And they get through them not only on social media, but gaming apps. And that's what I was just going to yeah. say, because uh, I was going uh, not to cut you off, but no, go to, for it. to cut you to off. Cut you off. <laughs> <laughs> Microsoft has been testing Artemis, which is the code name on Xbox Live and the chat feature on Skype. Starting January 10th, it will be licensed for free. To other companies through the nonprofit Thorn, which builds tools to prevent the sexual exploitation of children. So I just want to read that part to like, mm-hmm. you know, co-sign on the fact that it's not just on Instagram. These a lot of these kids are playing Fortnite, they're doing Roblox, they're doing Minecraft, all mm-hmm. these little kitty games to where you figure, oh, they're safe. They're just building building blocks or they're just doing funky silly dances. But these Child predators. Anytime you have the introduction of a chat feature, they are in there yep. like swimwear. Yep. I mean, it's, yep. it's 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 disgusting. And you know, like I said, you know, earlier on something we were talking about. Um, I think it was the the facial wreck when you're you're buying things that like go into the Amazon grocery store. Mm-hmm. There are always highs and lows to this stuff, you know, and you just have to weigh what's. What are you willing to give up to get this technology? Because you're going to have to give up something, whether it be privacy, whether it be data, whether it be some sort of security, you know, personal like body security. It's you you have to make the decision of what's more important to you, the ease of social or living and, and living your life or the actual safety and, you know, personal tangible ramifications of this technology. So, so let me, so you may already have a column for you. So I'm going to read a, a, a check mark for your predictions, right? Uh, okay. So I'll I'm going to read this other section. Artemis builds a automated system Microsoft started using in 2015 to identify grooming on Xbox Live. That's another phrase for, you know, uh, befriending somebody mm-hmm. and slowly but surely building them into, you know, getting your trust and then you, you know what's next, right? Mm-hmm. On Xbox Live, looking for patterns of keywords and phrases associated with grooming. These include sexual interactions as well as manipulation techniques such manipulation techniques such as detachment from friends and family. So basically that sounds like AI. Mm-hmm. And that sounds like Microsoft is going to use AI mm-hmm. to figure out how to identify and weed out sexual predators. So mm-hmm. going back to your um, uh, tech prediction about somebody's going to use AI in a more practical uh, fashion. I think that's one of your predictions. Yeah. I mean, we fear 
uh, AI because it's going to take over the world. But again, like I said, technology can be good until it ain't. So, I mean, we could actually, I don't think anybody would say, nah, I'm scared of Skynet and I'm scared of the Matrix. So let's not implement this to find child predators. I think right. most people are going to say, you know what, this is a good implementation of AI to be able to find child predators on the Internet. So, yeah. Right. Interesting stuff, man. Yeah, man. It, it, the technology, it's, man. It's <laughs> great, but man, there's a dark web. Hello. Yep, yep. There's a very real dark side to this. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, yep, I think that's it for uh, Second Stream, where we talk all things non Apple and just regular technology. So, I guess we can move into For the Culture, where we talk, you know, social, more important things to us as it relates to. You know, whatever we want to talk about, right. whether it be internet, social media, politics, whatever the case may be, because we're not scared to talk about that stuff. So, but I think um, something I saw, and I wanted to get your opinion as it relates to a black woman, a single mm-hmm. black woman. Um, did you see uh, the comments, the mm-hmm. statements that Lonnie Love made as it relates to black men? Oh, see, I thought you were going to talk about... Oh, I, did I see Lonnie's Well, I'm, I'm, I'm skipping one. I, I, okay. I, so, we had two up here. We were talking about Kevin Hart, his Netflix thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have stuff to say about his quote-unquote biography. But uh, I didn't want to get into that because I haven't seen it yet. So, I didn't want to... I ain't seen it. I've just wanna, seen clips and seen comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's just... Oof. It ain't good from yeah, what I'm seeing. And right. I don't plan on watching it. Right. I'm not giving them no streams. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Lonnie Love, uh, for those who don't know, she is one of the uh, cast members of The Real, which is a The View. What's the other popular one? The Talk. Um, the it's, talk. I think yeah. it's like the millennial Gen X version of those yeah. shows. So um, one of her um, statements um, as it relates to uh, black men and how or whether or not they know how to be faithful in relationships. So I'm going to read her comment. Let's see. In the black community, I don't speak for the black community. I don't speak entirely for the black community. But you don't I- speak at all for the black community. <laughs> you speak for yourself. Right. Okay. But I do think that a lot of black men, they really don't know how to have true faithful relationships. They think because they have money, because they have power, that they can treat women any kind of way. And that is something we need to work on. Money and power does not mean you can just do whatever you want to do. Uh, and then she goes on to say, uh, well, some some one of the co-members says, I think, sadly, in so many cultures, She's a Latina. that's a whole machismo thing. It goes across the board. And then Lottie interjects her and says, no, it's not across the board, because what is happening is that we, as in black folks, are still dealing with slavery. And we are descendants of slavery. And because our families have been broken up, we still do not have an idea of how to have togetherness because our families were broken up. Um, and people kind of, they kind of co-sign or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she mentions some other dude who, I don't know why she's taking his information. But, uh, <laughs> Joe Budden? Yeah, of all, I mean, yeah, love and hip hop? Yeah, she says, when you, when you hear Joe Budden say... He works so hard. It's not a bad thing in relationship to Kevin Hart uh-huh. and how his relationship with his new wife, you mm. know, because, okay, so it's kind of all tied together. Uh-huh. So the parts that I, the parts that I heard about the Netflix documentary about Kevin Hart mm-hmm. was he addressed his uh, infidelity with his wife. Mm-hmm. So his, Button, his second, his wife with his, the infidel with his second wife, he had it with his first. Allegedly, uh, allegedly he said it was on the rocks when he met the new chick, but we'll let that history, we'll have to tell that story. Mm-hmm. But so this That guy, ain't how she tell it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
So this guy, Joe Button, he references his relationship, Kevin Hart being this super famous, super powerful dude who, you know, has infidelity as it relates to his wife. So mm-hmm. she's responding to what he said. Mm-hmm. He said he worked so hard. It's not a bad thing. Kevin does. But what's not a bad thing? Is what on, cheating on his wife is not a bad thing? Right. Cheating on his wife is not a bad thing. And this is what his quote was. Kevin, don't want to be poor no more. He's like me. He's like me. Go out there and make his money because I don't want to go back where I was Philly. He was using it as an excuse and we modernize it. He don't want to go back to where he came from because then he'll lose the power. You've got to understand the whole psychologically, the hot so the whole psychology behind it. So all that in a nutshell to say that um, he's made it to a certain level. And to being able to be to that certain level affords you certain freedoms that going back to the hood and being poor, you don't get those whatever. So that's a freaking leap from right here where we are at the gathering spot to freaking bars. What (laughs) does making money have to do with you cheating on your wife? Right. well, I think which so so there's another. Um, okay, maybe I'm missing something. Yeah, because no, so there's it, another comedian, Chris Rock. He said, "Men are as faithful as their options." That's a popular line in one of his comedy shows, to where he goes on to say, "You know, ugly brothers with no money and no powerful power are short are faithful because he have. I think he has an issue with this side. Yes, he does. Yeah, but you know, the 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 the, the broke ugly dude don't get the lady, so he's faithful to his wife. If he get a girlfriend, no, he, he ain't. I'm just saying, I'm just trying to paint a picture. <laughs> okay, I'll so let you the, paint the picture. The more money you make, the more options you get as far as who you want to date, who you want to be with, so on and so forth. So um, her her point, overall point was black men, powerful black men have a tough time um, uh, uh, being faithful and being in loving, lasting relationships. So I just wanted to get your opinion on that thought. And, you know, then we go from that. Okay. So what I will say is I firmly believe that even though slavery, um, you make it was in the past. Yeah. Uh Is, you know, a systematic, um, as is racism. It's a systematic culture. It's a systematic institution that has definitely damaged black people from when we were first stolen from our homeland and brought here under the guise of slavery, then under the guise of Jim Crow, and then under the guise of where we currently are. Right. There are systematic things that have taken root on black America, black, black people, families. black families. Mm-hmm. That I do not disagree with. Right. There are long-lasting effects as it relates to income, as it relates to education, as it relates to access to health care, to all these things. Mm-hmm. That I do not disagree to with. Welfare. To welfare, mm-hmm. you know, putting people, you know, in the projects, in ghettos, importing in drugs, getting people hooked on drugs, you know, making them, you know, Outside of just those systematic structures in society, it's just the mental aspect as well of how we as black people handle trauma. Mm-hmm. Side note, with the whole, you know, going to war with Iran, it was all on Twitter. People were making jokes and everybody's like, oh, my God, you can't joke about this. And you know what? I'm be honest. Some stuff was funny, and I laugh. Or you cry to keep from oh, laughing, you cry, to keep from you, crying, right? And <laughs> I, and I get what people are saying. Well, oh, it's not funny because it's real people, and I completely get that. But again, people handle trauma 
the best way that they know how. Right. Okay. Back to the issue at hand. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is while we have there, more than one thing can be true at the same time. Mm -hmm. We do have these oppressions and systematic structures that have hindered and have black people, you know, in in a hole that, Mm -hmm. you know, we've been trying to dig out of for, for centuries now. But that does not have anything to do with personal accountability. Right. As a man, he made a decision to marry this woman uh-huh. and he made those vows to be faithful and honest to her. Right. I don't care if you got $100 or $100 million. Right. Character is... Is, is constant. Well, Your character shows whether you have money or whether you don't have money. And if he's saying, because I have all this money now, I have to cheat. I'm driven to cheat. I can't help but cheat. Well, so, um, um, go ahead. Finish your yep, story. Yep. Okay. So, and, and, and that pretty much wraps it up. Is What I'm saying is, more than one thing can be true at the same time. While we are oppressed, while we do have, you know, issues that are systematically affecting black people, it still doesn't change the fact that you are not giving the license to treat someone this way and degrade them. I mean, it's one thing if, you know, Tyrone from the corner cheats on his wife. You know, their friends may know it. It may pop up on Facebook. But he is a global superstar. And you don't have enough respect for your wife and your children. Your you already have two children from your first wife who you quote, I'm going to say allegedly cheated with your second wife Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to get. And now you have a child with that wife and his older kids are, they're like preteen tweens. So they are, they know. know. And I think they probably are. They go to school and, Kids are ruthless. Yeah. You don't mean to tell me. I would be you ruthless. School, you, if I was a kid, I'd be ruthless. You on the schoolyard. That's why your dad is yep. cheating on your mama yeah, and your stepmom. I mean, it. they are. These yep. kids go in. So my uh-huh. thing is, you are so self-centered, self, so self-focused. You want to make yourself the victim out of all of this when the true victims are your children mm-hmm. and your wife because you don't have the self-control to 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 abide by things that you willing you willingly went into this marriage you mm-hmm. willingly made these vows to this person to say that you would be faithful to them and then for you to go on your Netflix series and say oh it's my friend's fault that I did this cuz nobody didn't stop me yeah. what the hell yeah so that's what I was going to I was going to speak to that I was going to say so Kevin specific Kevin Hart specifically didn't say you know um I got money, I got power, so that affords me certain luxuries as it relates to my wife and whatever the case may be. Editorialize, I think you believe it. But he did say, um, you know, I put certain safeguards in place. And at the time that I had this instance, none of those safeguards in place. You know, my friends wasn't with me. My people wasn't around me. I was an impromptu trip, whatever, whatever, whatever. I went out there without my safeguards. And because I didn't have my safeguards, that's how I stumbled. Mm-hmm. I can sort of get that because not not sort of get that. Mm-hmm. Let me not say it. Not to that extent. But when I'm out by myself, mm-hmm. you know, or if I'm out with my friends, for mm-hmm. example, you know, I know, okay, well, there's a point in time, well, you know what, I'm gonna go ahead and head home. I'm gonna let y'all have it. Right. Because you're not about to get me caught up in the right. There's certain, you know, uh not to say there's certain places I won't go because I know I'm who I am. I know mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a man. I know I'm a happily married man. So mm-hmm. what you think is happening, mm-hmm. you know, I can't, I can't, I can't safeguard for what you think is mm-hmm. happening because I'm at this nice 
place and we're in this office doing mm-hmm. this podcast and you're mm-hmm. not my wife. Mm-hmm. I can't control that. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, after this podcast, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to head and head home, you yep. know, because again, I do have to account, account for how this looks, how this feels or whatever. So I can see him saying, you know what? I'm going to make sure I surround myself with people who are going to hold me accountable because mm-hmm. that's what you want. Yeah, you and want you all have to, friends that have right. to you hold you somebody to hold you accountable when you're losing weight. You want somebody to hold you accountable when you want to save money and, and build wealth or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. You want somebody to hold you accountable when, as a father, you know, um, hold me accountable for raising uh, strong black kids, right? Mm-hmm. So you would also want somebody to hold you accountable to where if they think, you know, you may put yourself in a position, I'm going to be like, bruh, is that the right thing you want to do? Yeah, let's but roll out. Past that, mm-hmm. you know, like going back to what you said, you know, you, it's ultimately up to you to make the decision that I'm going to partake in this act that is going to have an effect on my relationship. You have to have you personal have to, accountability right. and you have to have character. Right. You can have accountability partners and people that, you know, you know, kind of check you like, yo, you know, you might not want to do that. Because, right. I mean, I think we all have that in right. friends. But at the same time, you have to have your own personal accountability right. and it speaks to character how you just said you'd like well you know i'm a rollout because you know where we're recording today there's a restaurant there's, there's a, a bar people, there's a lot of people lights, it's know. low because like when he got here i got here a little bit early and i had dinner and a glass of wine mm-hmm. and so you know he was sitting at the table with me and that could you know it could seem something that it's not, but at the same time, you know what your character is, and you know I ain't gonna be sitting gonna next be, to you, right? And we, after this, we're not gonna go sit in a booth together and celebrate, you know, toast to uh, one year of podcasting in the books. To right? It looks like you know well, somebody, what y'all toasting right, exactly? Over there in the booth, yeah, toasting with champagne. Let yeah, me, you know, you know, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I think it's one of those things where you know you you have to. I think that's one of the things that's lacking in society as in general. No one wants to take personal accountability for their actions when they're in it and they're doing it. Oh, it's all fun. It's all jokes. I didn't mean to be racist. I was just making a joke. I didn't mean to be sexist. I was just making a joke. But when they get caught or when if if no one ever had that video and he had not gotten caught, Mm -hmm. do you think any of this? Nope. Will be happening now. No, nope. no. Nope. He'd nope. be like, <laughs> him and his friends. Him, and, I think they're called the the red cup guys, plastic, or plastic cup red or cup something. Plastic, something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. They be they be wink wink nudge nudging, you know, laughing and and kikiing about it mm-hmm. while his wife was over there and she was, I think, eight or nine months pregnant when he did this. So I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't feel sorry for you, bro. And what I do feel bad for is that women take the. A lot of times, not all women, because, you know, not all, but some, a lot of black women take that personal onus to say, well, what did I do and how could I have done better? And she said in the documentary, I watched this clip, she was like, she's glad that he did it because it made him a better man. You shouldn't have to damage your family to be a better person. Just be a freaking better person. Right, right. So (laughs) um, let's get back to... Her specific comments, because in the comments, she said black men specifically have a problem with fidelity based on how much power, how much money that they have. One of the one of the co-workers, co-hosts interjected and said that's across the board. Mm. All men are dogs. You know, the old 
the, the old stereotypical mm-hmm. trope, all men are dogs. And she was like, no, specifically in the black community because slavery, because this and that and this and that. So, um, I guess what I wanted to, to object to, cause I agree with, you know, um, society has done a good job tearing down a black man and by proxy, the black family. Mm-hmm. I agree with that wholeheartedly, but is that a black specific thing? Because, and is is it is a is a black thing and is it a money and power thing? Because like you mentioned before, uh, Tyrone with no job will cheat on his woman just as fast as quote unquote Kevin Hart will, right? So is it a money and power thing? Number that's number one. Number two, I object with the fact that she mentioned black men with money and power as if to not do enough research or just accentuate the positive mm-hmm. and identify all the black men who have money, who have power and for what we know are faithful. You know, you, mm. you think of like Courtney Vance, who's mm. married to the gorgeous um, Angela Bassett, Angela Bassett. You think of Steph Curry. Think Cause he's kind of Curry. Corny. Yeah. They stay booed up. Booed up. Yeah. Annoying. Like, come on now, chill. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And you know, you've got, you know, all Denzel Washington, you mm. got, Samuel Jackson, you got Will Smith, mm-hmm. you got all these other all these other men who are powerful, who have money, who mm-hmm. like yeah, for we know as as far as we know, as far as we know, right, have remained faithful. I mean, is it is it a as lopsided as she says, or is it we as a society we gravitate towards the salaciousness, we gravitate towards the train wrecks, we put our emphasis on all the negative mm-hmm. and don't really accentuate the positive. My guess is I'm pretty sure if she went down a list of all the popular, powerful men with money in the black community who we know for a fact, you know, or who has come out that they've cheated versus all the brothers who haven't, mm-hmm. I think it would be more lopsided in this direction versus the direction to where, you know, a, a lot of men in the black community don't know how to stay faithful. I can only speak. I don't, I, I ain't powerful. <laughs> I ain't got money like that. But all I hang around is brothers who are in loving relationships. Right. They're good dudes. <laughs> the men, the, the, the brothers who still out in the streets, we don't hang around as much, yeah. you know? And, and so I think it goes to who you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. So in her line of work, all they do is gossip. Mm-hmm. All they do is talk That's about That's your job stuff. is to talk about people. So if you your job is to talk about people and your job is to talk about black men being trifling, you know, quote unquote, you, you're going to get that in your mind to where, okay, black men, athletes, artists, whatever, they gonna cheat, right? Yeah. Versus you saying, Okay, well let me do let me think about this in a more larger thing. So that's number two. Number three, <laughs> plot twist. Plot twist. She dated a white, white man. So, you've always heard about, let's, I'll take Tay Diggs, for example. Mm-hmm. All he, he date is, all he won't date is white women, allegedly. And the reason why is because he has been on record to say black men, black women are hard to deal with. So, as a result, I'm dating white women. So, black women have a, I mean, go off yeah. on black men who say Black women are hard to deal with, so I'm going to marry outside of my race, right? They are so much easier, sure. Right. <laughs> so, do we? Do, does Lonnie Love have the authority to say 
men, black men in the black community have a problem cheating, have a problem with infidelity. So as a result, I'm going to get a white guy and we're supposed to be okay with that. I mean, I'm, 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 yeah. I wanted to ask your question. Okay. Does she have the authority to say that given her specific situation? So let's go to question one. I think the difference is having money makes it easier to cheat. Okay. I think that's really the primary difference from between Tyrone Mm -hmm. and between Kevin Hart. Right. It's easier for Kevin Hart to cheat. Right. And it's easier for his wife to stay with him after he cheats Mm -hmm. because of the money, because of the celebrity, because of all the perks. Right. But at the same time, Given the opportunity, you know, if you already have a disposition and you don't have good character, regardless of whether you have money or not, if the opportunity presents itself, mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, you're taking it. Money doesn't change you. It makes you more of what you of are. What you are. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's just on a grander scale. Right. And it's easier to do it. And it's easier to have a person to say, you know what? You did that one time because she said, I think in the interview, I'll give you like three chances. So he only did this one that's been known. So technically he got two more chances before she roll out. Well, he got two more chances that we know about. I'm pretty sure. That's why I said the one he's used, the one that she knows about. Right. (laughs) So, so, so that's on that. Um, And I think, like I said, given the character, you know, if, if that's your disposition, to have the wandering eye or to to be susceptible to that. Money's not the factor. Money's not the factor. And the fact that he has his quote-unquote accountability partners, but technically his accountability partners are his employees because he created the opportunity for them to get money. Right. So a lot of times you have those enablers around you and be like, well, you know, I yes, wouldn't man, do it, yes, but, but yeah. I mean, you, 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 that kind of thing. Right. So that's question. That's, that's that on one. Right. Money just makes it easier. Right. I don't think it defines, you know, doesn't change. It you. doesn't change it. Right. Number two, I don't think it's just a black thing. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times if you like, if I look at my Twitter feed, mm-hmm. I follow a lot of people in the quote-unquote black Twitter. Right. So if I go just strictly based off my Twitter timeline, mm-hmm. I have one perception of the world. Right. But if I look at Twitter as a whole, mm-hmm. that black Twitter is just a subset. Now, don't get me wrong. Black Twitter definitely has power and influence, and they definitely change things. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you're only looking at that limited scope of what's in your direct path what's around you then yeah you'll say well all all men are trash or all men cheat but we know that that's not the case right but when you're looking and she's not only in entertainment but she's around people who have you know high net worth Mm -hmm. so of course for her it would seem like the rate of of cheating is higher but if she goes down the block and sees tyrone i think the numbers will probably even out. Right. And I don't think it's that big of a difference. And then going outside of race, I mean, look at the current president of the United States. Look at, you know, people in Congress. Newt Gingrich. Mm-hmm. He was married to one lady. Then he cheated with the second lady. Mm-hmm. Then he married the second lady. Then he cheated with the third lady. Then he mm-hmm. married the I, it, to me, it's, uh, it's not race-based. Right. You can take these statistics and if you break them down by race and you put them on par, even though we're small, even though black America is a smaller portion of the population, if you equate it out and make all things relevant, mm-hmm. I think you would see 
that the numbers are pretty much across the board right. the same regardless of race and regardless of social standing and income. Right. Three. Right. Lonnie Love. Do do I think she has the authority to speak? So that's a complicated question. She is a black woman mm-hmm. and she's lived the black woman experience. Okay. So in her experience, she allegedly. Al- Allegedly. Well, well, I was going to say you're getting to her. I see what you're saying. (laughs) She's a black woman. So, yes, she has a lived experience. I thought I was getting getting to say as it relates to relationships, Mm -hmm. how maybe allegedly I was I think you was going to say, well, I thought you were going to say that allegedly she's been hurt mm-hmm. so by black men so as a result she so i think it, it's a combination of both she's she's seen because she hasn't been famous all her life obviously mm-hmm. but she's been in the entertainment industry for years mm-hmm. so i think she's probably seen both sides of the coin okay. but the first part of the coin we didn't have social media we didn't have black people weren't you know you know now pretty much anybody can if you you if you strike the right chord you can become Instagram famous right. and you can, you know, be out there. So I think she may just be, I, I think where, where it comes into her, what she said is when she said, you know, in the black, you know, community, it's even worse. And then Adrian came in and said, I think it's across the board. I think honestly, Adrian was correct. It is across the board, right. but I think maybe she had a particular narrative. She was trying to, to plug that uh-huh. is just black men. Uh-huh. I don't think that that's accurate. And sh- can she say that? Sure, she can say it. Because I know she has probably has friends and they've all talked. And a lot of times people, you know, they'll share their negative experiences or they mm-hmm. share the positive ones. Right. And I think it, it it all depends. The way I see interracial relationships, whether it's from a black woman with a, a, a different race person or a black man with a different uh, race person. You can love who you love. Right. I have no problem with that. Whoever you want, whoever treats you well, whoever makes you happy, all that good stuff. What I have the problem is, is when you try and denigrate the other person and make a broad statement and say, well, I only date white men because all black men are bad and they are rude and they don't treat me right. So I'm only going to date white men. And the same thing with black men. If they say, well, like you were saying with Tay Diggs, they are too difficult. Ne- have you dated every black woman? Right. No. So, uh, so I guess, is this that? When you hear Tay Diggs say that, and you see that he's with a white woman, and he said these things about black women, is Lonnie Love saying things about black men, but with a white man, is what Lonnie's saying similar to the 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 idea that okay she's expressing an issue with black men right mm-hmm. can you can her comments be seen as denigrating because she is now and but as a result of that experience she is now with a white man I personally I don't think it equates the same because for her. She, you know, was saying that all black men cheat, this is that. But I don't, what I didn't hear from her is saying, I'm dating this white man only because this. True. So that's a good point, right? Mm -hmm. So if you, well, yeah, I asked you specifically. Mm -hmm. So, well, no, I can't ask you specifically because you already said that it doesn't bother you. (laughs) But I'm pretty sure that if we'll keep it black. If a white guy 
No, a black man is mm-hmm. with a white woman mm-hmm. at a restaurant mm-hmm. or at a coffee shop mm-hmm. or at a whatever the case may be, and they are together. Mm-hmm. Does a black woman or black women do they look at that relationship the same as if? Well, so so what I'm trying to get at is, does she have to say it right? Because mm. a lot of what what I'm getting to is, I think a lot of black women it's it's easy for black women to say okay well the reason why that guy they don't know that guy they don't know that woman Mm -hmm. reason why he's with her is because he don't like his mama Mm -hmm. all these things (laughs) i know you've heard that right so but at the same time you know even though he hasn't said anything he may love his mama. Mm-hmm. He may love his aunts, his sisters, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You love who you love. Mm-hmm. I fell in love with her. End of story. Mm-hmm. Or they could just be business partners. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Having lunch. Yeah. Having lunch. Exactly. So I was listening, side note, I was listening to Ed Gordon this morning on one of the uh, radio shows here in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and they were talking about this, and he was like, you know, there's been it's situations to where he's been on a, on a show and the show sends over a production assistant mm-hmm. and and she's just happened to be white mm-hmm. and they'll be at a meeting or at a restaurant somewhere talking about this Prepping show for the show and all that yeah. and and women will black women will come in and they'll suck their teeth and they'll be the whatever 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 kind of with this thing in the back of their mind that oh he don't love the sisters that's why he's with that white girl right mm-hmm. but so I guess all that to say all the way around the world to say. Does Lonnie Love have to say the reason why I'm with this white guy because a lot of black men, X, Y, and Z, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, is it fair to say, okay, well, she didn't say it. I'm going to give her the benefit of the, benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. when these brothers, a lot of them, mm-hmm. don't necessarily get the benefit of the doubt. We know the right. K-Diggs. We know the other guys who have right. actually said it. But what about all of the other men who just happen to be with somebody with not of their race and get that same kind of stereotype mm-hmm. when somebody like Alani Love, she'll get the benefit of the doubt. Or you see like a like a um, um, uh, who, who I know, popular uh, black lady with a, um, oh, I can't think Jody of Jodie Turner-Smith. She just married Pacey from uh, Dawson's Creek. Yes. And then there's another one. There's another lady that I'm thinking about. Super popular. Um, anyway. They'll say, you know, a black woman, Serena Williams, for example. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. For example, you know, they'll, you know, they'll, I mean, Prince Harry and Meghan, I mean, right. and they do so. They love them, mm-hmm. right? It, you know, so all that to say, can we make the same assumption with Lonnie Love in this this specific situation? I'm definitely giving her a strong side eye, right. but I am giving her the benefit of the doubt, and I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt is, fortunately something that works, I guess, in black women's favor is time. We've had decades of black men saying this about, you know, black women and dating outside of their race. Mm -hmm. And most of the time, black women have strictly stayed within their race and haven't strayed. Well, I don't want to say strayed, haven't ventured outside of their race Mm -hmm. because they have to, you know, uphold the strong black family and I have to, you know, get me a strong black man, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And now we've, the tide has shifted and the amount of people who are black women who are dating and marrying outside of their race Mm -hmm. is increasing. So it will be interesting to see maybe 20 years from now. Okay. If that same thing that we see when some black women see a black man with a woman of a different race, 
will shift and be the same thing when they see black women with someone of a different race. Because right now, it's more of an anomaly. It's a rare sighting. But when it becomes something that we see regularly Mm -hmm. with a Prince Harry and a a Meghan Markle, Mm -hmm. with a Serena, Mm -hmm. with um, a Jodie Turner-Smith, when it starts to become quote-unquote mainstream, Mm -hmm. then will the the tide shift. Because I know it's plenty of black men. They want, oh, Serena's ugly. She looked like a man. Blah, blah, blah. blah, When Serena's gorgeous. But then, and all Serena dated prior to, were black men Uh who, Uh you know, did her dirty. And so then she finds this white man who is just, he goes up for Serena. I mean, he goes in for this woman. Very, very true. But and I don't have a problem with Serena. I don't have a problem with any sister who decides to marry a white man because I know a bunch of them mm-hmm. personally. I know a bunch yeah. of them. I would have the same suck my teeth side eye mm-hmm. if one of those sisters were to say or were to were to say something negative about black men in general. This why I only date white men. Not I mean, even, not even that. You take if if one of those sisters. We were in a conversation and they were to say something negative about black men in general, mm-hmm. like to say black, powerful athletes, artists, entertainers mm-hmm. have a problem with staying faithful. And if somebody else said, well, that's across the board, she's like, no, 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 it ain't black men in general mm-hmm. have a problem with faithful, powerful, blah, 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 blah. But then she goes off with her white boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have. Like I said, I'm giving her, I'm giving her a strong yeah. side. I like, okay, sis. Because it's one thing for you to just date. Mm-hmm. There's another thing to make a comment. Yeah. And then it's not, a, I don't think it's a stretch to correlate. And not to attribute the cheating across the board. Mm-hmm. Now, if she said, well, all men cheat, you right. know, or if she, or if it was in a broader context, then I think, okay, I, I can kind of see where she's coming from. But for her to go back after Adrian said, I think it's across the board, her to go back, no, 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 I'm just only talking about black men. It seems that it's a targeted, something targeted. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we don't know. I guess only time will tell right. if she says anything else or if, you know, anything comes out. But I know, um, you know, I, I and I know that, you know, there are some black men, like I said, with Serena once she started, once she married her husband, mm-hmm. they were like, oh, well, she just going to get her a white man, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, y'all just said she was, a, <laughs> she was like a man and y'all didn't want to date her. Right. So you can't have it both ways. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. yeah. I get it. I get it. I just think I, 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 I hope that her comment didn't come from that type of place. Right. And she wasn't using it as a reason as to, to why she is now deciding to do whatever yeah you know um because again you know because it's the same it's six in one hand half dozen in the other you know it's like you know if you're going to love who you love that's mm-hmm. fine but don't try to nitpick as an example or an excuse or a reason as to why you do xyz and that's yeah. and that's my thing if yeah. i mean be the way you be that be your way across the board don't mm-hmm. be trying to be you know yeah yeah don't look down yeah so all right all right so that was good all right so i think we can go ahead i've got one thing for the hookup but i okay. think i'm gonna save that until next week okay cool yeah we do that next week so yeah this is a good a good way to start off the show for the we new back, year. We back, y'all. <laughs> All right. So, I think, yeah, like I said, uh, this is it. Look for us in 
future episodes. But until then, definitely download, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. You can definitely engage with us on social at SnobOSCast. You can definitely leave comments and suggestions. You can do it via the web at SnobOSCast.com. Or you can send an email to us at SnobOSCast at gmail.com. All right. Until then, we will see you next, next week. week. Bye. Not sure where, but we will see you next we'll week. We'll be here somewhere. <laughs> Not sure where here is, though. <laughs> All right. Peace. Bye.